0: Welcome to Public Safety Talk Radio, the podcast for all of our heroes in public safety, including law enforcement professionals, firefighters, EMTs, corrections officers, healthcare workers, and more. The show is produced by the POCUA and is founded upon its Soundless Initiative. This episode is sponsored by the Finest Service Organization, a provider of line of duty death loan protection through many of our POCUA institutions. I am Ken Vader, your host for Public Safety Talk Radio. And I have a great guest today. And I will say this beforehand, I have been remiss in not having more police and fire foundation representatives on the show. Um, I certainly did that in, uh, in my last show and we just haven't done enough of that. So I'm gonna start correcting that this morning. Uh, we have the great Joe Salome who is, and I believe I even got that right, didn't I?
1: Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they
0: didn't say Joe Salami. I know it wasn't that. <laughs> but we'll just call him Joe. More importantly, he is the director of operations for the Chicago Police Memorial Foundation. Uh, and just as important, at least, he's a former commander with the Chicago Police Department, if I got that correct. Uh, I think he served over 30 years. Joe, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Great to be here, Ken. And
0: hey, did I get that right? Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm doing something right this morning. You know, I mean, it's, and this is only one cup of coffee. <laughs> you know, I need to get out of my second, but yeah, you know, let's start here, Joe. Yeah. You know, how did you get involved in the Chicago police Memorial foundation?
1: Well, back in 2005, our superintendent of police, I was with the police department at the time. Um, uh, would go to major chiefs, major police chiefs meetings every year in different cities and see that these cities had uh, memorials to their fallen officers. Chicago Police Department has and still has a uh, honored star case in in their headquarters building, which you know each each star number has been retired and will never be issued again. Mm-hmm. and it's 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 great. and but not many people see it. So, He decided, Phil Klein decided to start a a foundation and he became the executive director, raised funds to do our Gold Star Families Memorial and Park, which is, if you're familiar with the city, is between Lake Michigan and Soldiers Field, where the the Bears play. It's a beautiful site.
0: The Bears play there? I'm I'm from Chicago, but I remember Soldier Field. I don't remember a football team actually playing there for over 30 years, but.
1: And, and they're still there you know there's talk about them moving to Arlington
0: Heights but yeah. I hope they stay um
1: so, where was
0: I uh, <laughs> I threw you off with the, sorry I'm a Bears fan I'm a very frustrated Bears fan you hit a nerve just, but uh, look go ahead continue. you and I both uh,
1: so he decided that he that our fallen officers should have a memorial that people would be more readily able to see and and visit and he started a not-for-profit organization dedicated to the lives of our 595 Chicago police heroes who died in the line of duty. Um, He was able to complete that in 2006, and in my humble opinion, it's the finest police memorial in the country honoring fallen police officers anywhere, and I've seen numerous.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I would say it's definitely one of the top two. I've seen the one in Chicago, and obviously seen the one in Washington D.C. Um, that
1: one's great. <laughs> I'll, I'll, ta- I'll
0: toss a coin <laughs> up and say, uh, but yeah, you know, I, in in you know, in all seriousness, I wish we we didn't have that many fallen officers where we wouldn't have enough to actually have the need for a memorial. Frankly,
1: I I agree. It's you know every officer's murder is, is a tragedy, and yeah. you know it's it's not just his life that's impacted. It's you know it's and it, it their their entire family and their extended family as well as their adopted family, the Chicago Police Department, and its city.
0: Yeah, I don't think that most civilians. Um, I do. I've never been. Um, in law enforcement, but I've had the privilege of working with law enforcement in one way, shape, or form for over 20 years, and I think a lot of civilians, they, they, they may even have some, some sympathy and some caring for the fallen officer, but I don't think they really realize I do through the show and through other means, the domino effect of what that does to the immediate family, the extended family, the, the, the colleagues in, in that, you know, it really is, it really is a domino effect of unfortunateness if that's even a word.
1: I, I agree. And it's, you know, it's, it's slow building and, long lasting and, you know, you know, the families, you know, never get over it. They just, you know, they, they try to heal as best they can. And, you know, every family's different and, you know, and I think we are in a position to best help them. You know, we can never like make them whole, but we can try and help them. And I think that's where, that's what I enjoy the most is helping the families of the, the fallen and the catastrophically injured. Yeah. We, we, you know, we consider the catastrophically injured and we give them the same, I don't want to say benefits because that's a terrible word, but we give them the same consideration as if
0: as the fallen. Sure. Sure. Which which is a great segue to the next question, which is the mission or the main objectives of the Chicago Police Memorial Foundation, yeah, you know, is it the support to provide support for these families? Is it to honor the fallen? Are there a couple of objectives that I'm just not seeing as a civilian? You know, what are the primary purposes of the Chicago Police Memorial Foundation?
1: It's a great question. So after the wall was unveiled, uh. Our director Phil Klang realized we have some money left over. Let's try and push it forward and and help officers and and officers that are, of and, and families of the fallen officers. So it's it then became the mission beyond the memorial. And uh, thanks to the loyalty and generosity of sh- the Chicago Police Department members, who give us ninety uh, percent of them a payroll contribution to us every every pay period, which is. Their their contributions are 100% used to help families. That's mm. segregated funds. That's all we use it for. We don't use it to buy copy paper or, or ink or anything like that. It's just all goes to the family. Um, but we, thanks to generosity of businesses such as the Chicago Patrolman's Federal Credit Union and Motorola, we focus on the needs of the, the men and women of the, of the Chicago Police Department and their families. Uh, the Chicago Police Memorial Foundation provides support and financial assistance to the families of CPD officers who were killed or catastrophically injured in the line of duty. And since two thousand and seven, uh, the total assistance that we've given to these families is fourteen point one million dollars. That's huge. And it is huge, and you know, again, it's it's it doesn't make them whole, but it 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 helps them, and and we want them to heal and the best they can.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and this is yeah. This has been yeah, you know, especially the last couple years. I'd be remiss if I didn't go down this road just a little bit, and then we'll we'll make a U turn and go back to something else. But it's been tumultuous um especially the last two years it's been my opinion as an outsider that it's been extremely tumultuous since uh 2014 and and what happened in ferguson um are you seeing maybe through your work through the chicago police memorial foundation because i'm starting to see a little bit of this even in in los angeles where i am now that there's a, a slight pendulum swing to you know, let's let's have some more understanding for police you know police aren't the enemy yeah how has how the foundation kind of gotten through the tumultuous times and and do i have any credence to what i just said or am i just ignorant are we are we still in in the midst of a lot of of anti-cop rhetoric
1: um I think both. I think, like you said, the last two years were for as far as you could just
0: you could actually just answer, like most of my guests say, no, Ken, you're ignorant. And then we <laughs> no, <move I>
1: <laughs> I'm sure we'll get there. We're just not there yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now a word from one of the POC UA's proud business partners, OfficerPrivacy.com. OfficerPrivacy.com was founded by Pete James a law enforcement professional with over 25 years of experience. Pete wanted to find a way to help law enforcement officers protect themselves and their families. So he formed a team to create a way to quickly identify and remove their information from certain sites. OfficerPrivacy.com is the result. This service is already offered through a select few of our POCUA organizations. As a listener of Public Safety Talk Radio, you can take advantage of a special offer from officerprivacy.com. Go to officerprivacy.com slash P-O-C-U-A, and when you sign up, you'll get two additional bonuses. In addition to removing your personal information from the top 30 people search sites, they will give you your first two months of monitoring free. This is a value of $39.98. In addition to that, you'll receive a cell phone privacy device, a $19.99 value. This prevents data from leaving your cell phone when you use public charging stations and is a must when traveling. So go to officerprivacy.com slash POCUA today to take advantage of this offer and to protect your privacy organizations who are members of the POCUA and are interested in offering the service directly to their members, contact us at POCUA at btcinc.org.
1: So the last two years have been, you know, crazy and the attacks on the profession of police officer are, to me, beyond the pale um what so and it has gotten a little better i don't think the pendulum's swinging the other way i don't think i just think it's not swinging as violently yeah Way. so that's good and you know it it affects what police officers do the police officers will readily put their lives in danger to to commit complete a mission whatever that would be they will do that you know, not blindly, but they will do it. And that's what they get paid for. That's what they understand. When they get second-guessed and and, uh, second-guessed to death after, you know, they're trying to do the right thing and something went sideways or somebody wants to give the appearance that it went sideways, Mm -hmm. that's where coppers will start to think, hold on, I better think twice before I act. And that's dangerous for everybody. It's Mm -hmm. dangerous for police officers. And uh, it's, you know, it affects their morale, and you know, we want—I want coppers to, to do their job and do it well, and yeah. and not be afraid of that segment of. Oh, I hope you know, you know, I'll get second death. To, I'll get second guessed to death if I if if I don't do this perfectly, and that makes you hesitant, and that's dangerous. So we got to get to me, get back more towards supporting the police instead of excoriating them for, excoriating a group of people for the actions of maybe one or two people that you know didn't do right yeah that's just my opinion, It's not the foundation's opinion
0: yeah no i i, I agree with you uh, and we'll get back to to the foundation i think that uh um, much like the the episode that just came out of Public Safety Talk Radio, uh, Alan uh, Baris from Reflex Protect, we joked about you know some civilians just not understanding, you know they think it's all Hollywood. You know, just shoot the gun out of his hand, you know just you know <laughs> couldn't you just shoot him in the leg? Well, you know all right, you make that decision in a half a second. Well, when somebody's coming at you. <laughs> And, and then
1: they'll play back the body worn camera video frame by frame by frame and say, oh, you, sh- you know, you should have done this. You should have done this. And it's like, you know, and, you know, it's it's a terrifying time. Usually when when that happens, you know, yeah. to the police officer
0: and yeah. they,
1: they just fall back under training.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Well, let's get back to, to the foundation, because in looking through your website, there's a number of programs that uh, I want to at least touch upon, um, including Helmets for Heroes, uh, Get Behind the Vest, which I I, I felt was, was very interesting. Yeah, Tell me more about the programs that the foundation is rolling out and the good that you're doing for Chicago police officers. Sure.
1: So I think the most... Uh, for lack of a better, the most popular one that the Chicago police officers appreciate the most is our Get Behind the Vest program. Mm -hmm. Um, To date, we've supplied Chicago police officers with almost 12,000 vests at $500 a piece uh, to replace their uh, expired vests. Mm Vests last five years, that's it. And then I shouldn't say they last five years, they expire after five years. Um, and then they need to be replaced in order for the officer to be as safe as possible. Uh, they break down because of sweat, heat. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes if they get folded, they, they they get they get messed up and aren't as, aren't as safe. So uh, we the foundation decided to start buying them their vests, and um, basically right now every officer who has wanted a vest from us has, has been supplied a vest. Um, that's tremendous. And a, a quick story is uh, there was a P.O. A, a police officer by the name of James Curth. Uh, last July, uh, he was working the desk, and there was a shooting in the, the police station uh, right outside. They call it a Sally Portage, more like a garage. But mm-hmm. he, he runs. He, he runs to the assistance, and he immediately gets shot. Um, hits his vest, saves him. Uh, great story and uh he's fine and that was the very first day he wore his vest that we had just gotten so I thought, (laughs) what a great story and you know he's fine god bless him he's a great guy uh and it's a good story and it just you know his his vest was expired and i and he as he likes to say it's like uh you know would my old vest have stopped that bullet he goes i'm glad i didn't have to find out
0: yeah yeah, that's a great story. You need to, like, put him on a video on your website or something. <laughs> he, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Have him on WBBM or something like that. WGM, radio,
1: TV. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's most appreciative, and we're most appreciative of him extending himself for doing stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it reminds me uh, a little bit of my, my recent um, uh, attendance at the SHOT Show. And, you know, one, one of the things that, you know, as both a supporter of law enforcement and an entrepreneur, there are some amazing things that some of these entrepreneurs are doing, whether it's, you know, ridiculously thin vests. Um, that uh, fortunately I've never worn one and had somebody shoot at me to oh, you know learn no the no efficacy myself. Uh, <laughs> but they they tell me that it is uh, as effective as the the larger Kevlar ones and much lighter. Yeah, you know, to you know my friends at at Tallis Ridge that you know understands what you just said is there's a breakdown because you put a, you put a vest on you put all that stuff on to use a highly technical term and it, it gets hot. Yeah, it's yeah. it's bad for for the public safety professional. It's bad for the equipment, and they came up with a, a airflow system underneath to help keep them cool and, and keep everything else uh, at a lower temperature. But yeah, temperature some of the yeah some of the things that that our entrepreneurs are doing in the public safety space um, you know, to to not sound you know uh, like a Pollyannish person over here is really giving me hope. <laughs> that, that they're really doing some great things for for our public safety professionals i don't know if i don't know if some of those things have made their way to chicago yet but i hope they do
1: <laughs> I, I do too and you know we're they're a big i'm sorry they're a big department and you mm-hmm. know they move slowly so but it'll get there if, it, if it's not there yet it'll get there
0: well, it being from Chicago, born and raised, lived there for almost forty years, and I'm only twenty-five, so audience figured that one out. Oh, yeah. Do the math, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you have you know you have so many different issues in Chicago that you wouldn't have, say, in Los Angeles or Phoenix, in that you know you could have a ridiculous you know ninety-two degree day with you know hundred percent humidity and you know a couple months later you know wind up with 19 degree you know uh wind chills (laughs) like i used to say when i lived there if you don't like the weather wait a couple hours it'll change it'll it'll change
1: usually for the the worse
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly so um to kind of wrap this up over here, you know, and you probably already mentioned it in our great conversation here, is what are you most proud of with the Chicago Police Memorial Foundation? Yeah, if there's one thing, and I'm sure there's a number of things, you know, having you know, this foundation be around for almost two decades now, if I remember it correctly, yeah, is, is there one or two things that you go back and say, yeah, we really, really did something here?
1: Of course, and thank you. That's an easy question. Uh, It's I try to throw the easy ones out there, you know. (laughs) know, At least
0: at the end, you know, by this time, you know, people are so tired of talking to me. Okay, here's a softball for you. (laughs) Uh,
1: It's it's helping the families of officers killed or catastrophically injured in the line of duty. Uh, To me, that's the most important thing we do, bar none. And we do this by ensuring that every child of an officer who's killed or catastrophically injured can go to the school of their choosing and graduate from that school debt free and that's from Mm -hmm. kindergarten elementary school high school college postgraduate um you know to me that's the least we can do for these families and right now we're putting not putting we're we're doing that for 22 children of officers who have been killed or catastrophically injured we have one at georgetown right now in pre-med i'd love to see her go to med school and and graduate and have our first doctor. Uh, yeah. that would be tremendous. Uh, so, you know, she's doing great. Uh, and we also provide $60,000 immediately to an officer killed in the line of duty to the family, uh, just for expenses. Um, and obviously, none of this in any way can replace a father, a, a mother, uh, uh, a sibling, I mean, a spouse. Sure. It's not, you know, it's not possible. But thanks to the generous donations from citizens corporate world and our payroll contributions from officers uh we can ease their family minds families minds just a little bit and help them move forward yeah that's to me the most important thing by by far and we do a lot of great things it's just that that's where i feel we do the most
0: yeah yeah agreed and that's definitely something that that you should be proud of um yeah for other foundations that may be listening yeah, is there any advice that you might give to them? Because this, you know, is still a tough time for many police foundations around the country. Yeah, any advice for them where you know your foundation has has found some success, or maybe you've been able to avoid a pitfall or jump over an obstacle?
1: Um, sure. So back to your question about the pendulum, it's, sure. it's um, WGN and. Uh, uh, Alderman Matt O'Shea from the 19th Ward here in Chicago did a WGN radio bond. Uh, they, they carved out three hours of uh, of radio time to fundraise for our Get Behind the Vest program. And in those three hours, we raised they raised for us $220,000. That'll buy us almost 500 vests. So nice. that's tremendous. You know, you can think outside the box. So Sunday, we had a Pancake breakfast at St. John Fisher's Church. Uh, it, I don't have the numbers, but it it, it was very well attended, and uh, you know, it's just the community raising raising up and saying we need to help our our, our first responders, and this is a great way to do it. And um, you know, it's it, it's tremendous. And you know, you go to these things, and you just you see you, you feel the love from people that you don't yeah. even know that you. And it was just saying thank you, and they got great pancakes and sausages out of it too.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that was going to be my big important question: was it you know <laughs> like really good hearty wheat pancakes, or was it some biscuit crap that you know they just now, I never now I'm going to have somebody now I'm going to have somebody from frickin' Bisquick call me and bitch me out. You know,
1: <laughs> well, they, they, they tasted really good, so I'm going to say they were they were. They they have some secret ingredients going on, so it's very really, really tasty. We're not even going there. Let's just say they were
0: good pancakes. So <laughs> and, and to the Bisquick people, I grew up on Bisquick, and damn it, okay. it was good. Uh, and also the <laughs> and also the most important thing, you know, if you're looking at any colleges that they that they want to go to, it should be DePaul or University of Chicago, because those are the only two that I went to. <laughs> 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 all right well then to just kind of you know to wrap up a little bit for the folks that are are listening out there uh and uh, we are proud to have some some listeners in the state of illinois how can they best find the chicago police memorial foundation if they they want to donate if they want to participate in an event in some way how can they best find you
1: um online we are uh, cpdmemorial.org. Uh we're on Facebook, we're on all the other media sites. So we're easy to find and you know we would love any contributions and that's what you know makes this this engine engine go. So thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you taking some time this morning and really giving us some insight into what I believe is is one of the great police foundations out there in the country. I I have to agree with you on this. See, not not all of my guests are in disagreement with me. (laughs) Actually, I would say most are in agreement with me. But Joe, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been a privilege on my part. And thank you to all of you who have either watched or listened to this episode of Public Safety Talk Radio. We'll be back with you next week with another great guest. Public Safety Talk Radio is produced by the POCUA. POCUA is a consortium of financial institutions serving law enforcement as well as other first responders and public safety professionals. To learn more about our association and to find one of our credit unions or service providers near you, go to www.policecreditunions.com. And always remember, if you aren't working with one of our POCUA credit unions, just banking with an institution that just so happens to serve first responders. As a public safety professional, you and your family deserve better. Find a POCUA credit union today.